Disappointing two weeks for our Browns. Buckeyes play the Missouri Tigers. The Cavs win one, lose one, feels like anymore. Still dealing with injuries. We're going to talk about the week that was in Cleveland sports. My name is Andy Billman. There's a lot of fans out there. We're getting a lot of reaction to the loss to the Rams. And back-to-back losses, tough West Coast swing. Um, my overall message throughout is the injuries are causing some very big strain on this team. We're not naive. No one's ever saying the Browns are healthy right now. I thought Joe Flacco played a good game. Not great, but good. Had some moments. But it still doesn't mean this is a disappointing loss. Even as we know Miles Garrett's not playing fully healed. We know Denzel Ward's not on the field. This team still has enough to win games. And right now the Browns aren't doing enough. I get the sympathetic feel for the injuries. We all feel for it. It's very, very challenging. It doesn't mean there's areas on the field that aren't being executed properly. This defense didn't play to its best ability. Were they given an unfair handshake twice on turnover on downs and a turnover by John Johnson, which was really annoying? Yes, it was unfair, but they couldn't hold him to a field goal. Both times, touchdown, touchdown. Two field goals is a one-possession game. Seven-point game. Defense needs to be tighter. And I hope this is not the Joe Flacco we're going to throw deep every other play. It's starting to feel like already. We're only one game in. You know, Flacco's a good, competent backup, for sure. Good quarterback at times. But he should not be throwing deep every other play. It's ridiculous. And these wide receivers got to make catches. And that trade that should have happened to keep, no, I'm sorry, should not have happened. With DPJ, should have, it should never have happened. DPJ right now would have been a big help to this team. We traded up. The Browns are 7-5. And the Broncos game was a nightmare. Rams game was disappointing. Sympathize with injuries, of course. And at the end of the year, it's going to be a big asterisk on the season. But I'm not seeing a team that's playing to its full capability, even with the injuries. Running the ball only a handful of times. I mean, Jerome Ford only gets nine carries. I just don't understand some of the things that are going on with this team. I just don't. I don't understand. Jerome Ford should be getting more than the carries he's getting. The Browns just pass the ball whenever possible, it feels like, and they're not establishing the run game. Nine carries for Jerome Ford. Pierre Strong, two, and he had one. He looked great on the field. Kareem Hunt, who actually had a decent game, 12 carries. I mean, we got to establish the run more. The Browns don't win when they get outrushed usually. 87 yards and 120. Difference in the game. 
Stafford, three touchdowns. Flacco only two in an interception. And Flacco threw more and threw only one more completion. More passes doesn't mean better Browns offense. This team is falling short. I don't want to hear about the injuries. They're falling short. Their plays being left on the field here. This Flacco wave of positivity is somewhat understandable. But there are other things here that, you know, just don't get a pass because of injuries. 44 attempts for 23 completions. They were all doing a parade for Joe Flacco. Come on. He threw the ball deep too many times. Sorry. Browns are falling short on this road trip. Am I being too hard on them? Maybe I am. I don't know. But I want wins. I see a team that's leaving wins on the field. They should have won that game on Sunday. They're better than the Rams. They got out coached again. Sean McVay's better coach. Better coach. But we're okay. I, I just, this defense has got to do better. They Have they found a quarterback in Flacco going forward? Yes. Would I go back to DTR this season? No, I wouldn't. You can't go back and forth. Once you go with someone like Joe Flacco, it's actually going to tumble the team if you keep going back and forth. You have to stick with Flacco. You have to. You just have to have more of a running game to complement Flacco. This team is having a hard time finding the end zone. It's just frustrating to watch when you know there's wins out there being left out by the team. And that's how I feel. And if fans think that's unfair, fine, it's unfair. And yes, Denzel Ward's a big loss, big loss. I didn't realize how big of a loss Denzel Ward was going to be. I knew he was having a wonderful season. But I thought we'd be able to patchwork it up with our cornerbacks. Greg Newsom is being expo- exposed badly. Greg Newsom's playing very poor. He's a slot cover. He's good at the slot with Denzel Ward and Emerson back there. And Jim Schwartz has got to make adjustments to this. And this defensive line is having its issues. No pressure on Stafford. None. All day. All day. All day. I know Miles Garrett's hurt. He's playing hurt. You can tell. It's affecting the team. But Zadarius Smith, where are you? Tomlinson, who's had a good year, didn't play well. Ogbo didn't, didn't make his feel the impact the game. That was a rough road trip. It's okay to say that. That was a rough, disappointing road trip. Wasn't good enough. Tired of these excuses with injuries. There are There's a time for that. And there might be a game down the road where it's like, you know, there's too many injuries. I did not feel like that way on Sunday. Didn't feel that way. It's an excuse right now. Browns could have won that game. Browns made too many errors. Critical errors. Too many passes. Too many 
passes. And bizarre play calling again. Jeez, just bizarre. Mm. Very disappointing as a fan. And now moving forward, there's no more mulligans. Browns are going to have to win next week against Jacksonville at home. It's a must win. Is the season over if they lose the game? No. Is it now to the point of where they have to be perfect? If they lose, yes. That's why beating Jacksonville is so crucial. It's so crucial. The Browns beat Jacksonville. I can easily see their way they make it through the rest of the season. And getting the playoffs. It's easy. You can see it. Beat Jacksonville. Beat the Bears. Wild, wacky game with the Houston Texans. But again, that game is not a must win in Houston. You don't want to go to Houston having a must win. You don't want that. That the, If they lose to Jacksonville, then they're going to have to beat Houston. I can't see the Browns making the playoffs if they lose to both Jacksonville and Houston now. They got to win both. Or one. You got to win one. You got to win one. So that's why beating Jacksonville, kind of a must at home. You don't want a three-game losing streak. Win the game. Take care of business. Jacksonville's coming on a short week. Win that game. Warm weather team coming to Cleveland in December. Let's go. Disappointing loss, though. Disappointing road trip. Browns fell short. Sorry. Even with the injuries, fell short. Very, very, very disappointing road trip. Seeing about disappointing. Buckeyes. They get to play Missouri. Is everybody excited about the old Cotton Bowl? Missouri Tigers, SEC, Big Ten. Disappointing way. Disappointing way. The Buckeyes have become real irrelevant. The Buckeyes have, a, have had a really bad fall here at the end of the season. That loss, as people will say, oh, how can you say it's John Cooper? That was John Cooper. Sorry. More NFL talent, Buckeyes. Big mistakes in big spots, Buckeyes. Who outrushed Ohio State on a day where I thought the better running back was Trayvon Henderson? Buckeyes. Who won without their head coach on the sideline? Michigan. And McCord did not look good on a game where everybody knew the storyline with McCarthy wanting to go to Ohio State and the Buckeyes choosing McCord. Didn't work out. And to see Michigan being ranked number one going into CFP playoff is gut-wrenching. Gut-wrenching. The Buckeyes are off the radar. No one in the country cares but Ohio State, Missouri, no one. Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't think he'll play that game. Trayvon Henderson, I don't think he'll play that game. It is basically a nice exhibition. So Ohio State really gets prepared next year. 
for when the new team's coming to the Big Ten. But I say football fell short. Fell short. There will be a lot of talk in this offseason about multitude of things. Here's the top three. Who's going to be the quarterback? That's going to be a big question. McCord definitely left you wanting more in that position and definitely made you feel short as a, as a contributor or if you're an alumni booster. Be a lot of pressure to replace McCord. Two, can Ohio State really replenish all this talent? I, Abuka, be surprised if he comes back. No way. Marvin Harrison Jr., no way. Travion Henderson, no way. It's a lot of talent to replace. And yes, Ohio State seems to do it. But that's a lot of talent. With a quarterback position that's very murky. It's a lot of questions about Ohio State of what this team's going to be like in 2024. And then to the final thing, Ryan Day again, losing to Michigan. Another offseason of talking about how they can't win Michigan in a big spot. In the biggest spot, the biggest spot, twice in a row, twice. You can say three times, but I'll give a mulligan to one of those. But, boy, you got to win last year and you got to win this year. Lost both. Michigan is somehow becoming the media darling, which is vomiting, vomiting, vomiting. Team cheated. I'm just bizarre. Bizarre. Michigan has flipped that narrative, boy. Ohio State, again, playing old Missouri. Going to go to Dallas and watch that game? We'll see. If this was a CFP for next year, the Buckeyes would probably be in there. But next year's not going to be so easy. I see some challenges ahead for the Buckeyes. Not including playing Oregon at Oregon. Much tougher game. Much tougher conference next year. Buckeyes kind of got a loose draw. They don't play as many of those Pac-12 teams coming over. They kind of got lucky there. But disappointing for Ohio State. Disappointing for Ryan Day as they go play in the Cotton Bowl. Hmm. Disappointing. Disappointing way of the season in a non-sexy game against Missouri, in my opinion. Cavs. Cavs had a team meeting after a terrible loss of the Trailblazers. It's been a, it's been a hard couple of weeks here as an Ohio fan. Hmm. 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 Cavs are a very, very bizarre team right now. Very bizarre team. Through their slow start, though, they're kind of still right in the mix, obviously. It's way too early season to start talking playoffs, so we're not going to do that. But they're fine. I mean, when it comes to having a slow start, they're not um, they're not in some impossible hole, and they're treading water. But they have some worrisome spots. Have they found their identity on offense? No. 
Are they playing tough junkyard defense? No. Are they having a hard time finding an identity to who they are as a team? Yes. And are injuries defining their now? This is a team, I'll tell you, injuries are defining their season. There is that asterisk with the Cavs right now. They just have not been healthy. They're still not really healthy. Levert's still out. Need Levert, big player. Buckeyes have had a very, I mean, Buckeyes, sorry, Cavaliers. Cavaliers had a very strange start to the season. Do I think the Cavs can weather the storm? Yes, they do. Do I think the Cavs need to do a couple of small adjustments? Yes. They need to get back to their junkyard dog defense. And frankly, they need to slow down the pacing a, a touch and way too many three-point shooting. Those are small adjustments that will go a long way. The biggest one, though, is they need to get back to their junkyard dog mentality, which has kind of been lost right now. They need to find it. It's their identity. But the Cavs are just not playing complete basketball, and some of that is on the injuries. They just have not had a full week. They just haven't. The Cavs just can't stay healthy right now. They could really use a week or two of healthy play. That one I'll sympathize with. That one I understand. I do understand. Cavs Cavs have not been healthy. But they also need to get back to some mentality stuff. Is JB in trouble? No. Are we thrilled about his coaching? No. JB does not seem to have a connection with this team right now. I don't see that JB connection I felt the last two or three years. It's something to watch. Again, still early, but something to watch. I did think on Saturday against the Pistons it was good to see some passion from Niang, some passion from Okoro on defense. I thought Okoro had a key stretch of defense there in the late third quarter. But they have not put together a complete package yet. So 20 games in, fourth of the season done, very incomplete grade. Cleveland Cavs have some things that there is a ceiling here, and the ceiling can get very high. I mean, they could definitely, definitely win some games here and definitely start feeling better about themselves. Long ways to go in their season. Injuries have impacted their season, big time. But can they get back to some of their identities? It's going to be a key thing to watch here down the stretch. They're going to, I mean, not down the stretch, but here in the second, uh, second quarter here of their season. Can they get back to the identity of junkyard dog defense? Well, we'll see. I would hope so. And can JB get some, you know, spark some energy on his team? That would also be yet to be seen. Browns had a tough West Coast swing. Because of some good victories early in the year, they banked some mulligans. The Browns have no more mulligans. They have to win three out of five. Would love to win four out of five. And that's where I have this team. This team has been ravaged by injuries? Absolutely, yes. 
are the Browns going to have to overcome that injuries um, down the stretch? With, but is it possible with this team? It is possible. Are they playing up to their full stability even with the injuries? No. And that's what's frustrating. Browns are going to have to figure out how to win games with these injuries. And I think they can. I don't see a team that's ravaged with talent. I can, I see talent on the field. Browns are going to have to use what they have on the field to win games. It's been remarkable so far, the injuries, sure. But it doesn't mean you can't be disappointed by the loss. And that was a disappointing loss in L.A. Tough two-week stretch here as, as an Ohio fan. Hopefully, better days to come. My name is Andy Billman. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Believeinland.com at official Cleveland Sports after every Browns, Cavaliers, and Guardians game. Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. 